Welcome to Right Now Workshop Podcast, where you can write a book and change the world. I'm your host, Kitty Buholtz, and this is episode 178, More Than Just Your Own Power, an encouraging words episode coming to you on Sunday, February 2nd, 2020. So for our encouraging words this month, I thought that we would talk a little bit about some of the things that we do at the beginning of the year when we're trying to plan out everything and we've got all of our 100,000 million big dreams and um, still only 365 days in front of us, except for this year. We had 366 days. (laughs) But now we're already, you know, uh, 31, 32, 33 days into it. And sometimes this is about the time that things may take on a little bit of a change. Now, I don't think that change is a bad thing, especially at the beginning, if you find that you have indeed created a list of 100,000 things, which I think my 2020 list was a little bit closer to 100,000. <laughs> and then you realize, yeah, this is this is not going to happen. This is how... How And sometimes you have a list that you're like, this has got to happen. And I don't see how it's going to happen, but it's somehow it's got to happen. Okay, so sometimes we're there. Sometimes, additionally, and in a completely different way, we start out our year with um, some sort of a focus word or verse or some encouraging saying or something that will either help us to focus our work this year or encourage us along the journey of all of the work that we had planned to do this year. Okay, so that also happened to me. And um, I know that I am one of however many people, hundreds of thousands maybe, who have been waiting for this year to say, my focus word is clear vision. (laughs) Or all sorts of different variations on vision and 2020 vision and that sort of thing. Of course, of course. But you know what? Why not take advantage? And I also feel like I don't know why, like I've just been waiting for this year to start. Like, I don't know. I'm just super duper excited about this year. And I've just had this feeling of, okay, this is going to be the year when everything starts coming together. And oddly, I really do think that that is what's happening. So um, I'm going to guess based on my neuroscience geekiness and nerdiness in that area, that probably there are things within our brains that are recognizing patterns that have already started shifting. And then we, we think finally out loud in the front of our brains, Hey, you know, I, I think that maybe this something, something, something fill in the blank. And it's in fact, because the back of your brain had already been thinking about it and seeing patterns and seeing that something was probably going to start working in a different way. So for instance, um, my outside job ended uh, in early October of 2019. And I had been planning and thinking about all the things that I wanted to do in 2020, how I was going to organize it, narrow it down so that I can take my 100,000 goals and narrow them down to at least (laughs) 50,000. Um, so the back of my brain has already been making connections, seeing how I've been starting to do certain kinds of work, how much of certain kinds of work I've already been getting done, how much time it's taken me, how much energy I had to do with it. And I think that in a lot of ways, it's informed the front of my brain. This is going to be a great year. Like you're kind of on target, on fire right now. And if you continue this way, there's a lot of good hope (laughs) that this year will be maybe your best year yet. Okay, now, bringing all these bits and pieces together for today's Encouraging Words episode, 
I had, uh, so I've been using Susan May Warren's My Brilliant Writing Planner, which we've talked about several times on the show. It's absolutely fantastic. I love it. And um, one of the things, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm actually holding it up here. One of the things that it's got on um, kind of the beginning pages is whether or not you have a, a word or a verse that is kind of where you're going with the, the year. So um, this one had both. <laughs> so I was like, oh, all right. Well, I definitely am thinking clear vision. I want to have clear vision. I want to be able to say no to things that mm, something's got to give. And so you're not the most important thing. Um, you being an item, not a person. <laughs> and um, and helping myself to just clearly be able to calmly say, okay, I'm not going to get this done this year. I'll move it to next year. But these are the most important things I am going to work on getting done this year. So clear vision. Um, but I was like, oh, it also has space for a verse. So what should it be? Hmm, I don't know. So you know that I take a lot of my inspiration and encouragement and direction from the Bible. And so I immediately thought of this verse that I just love, um, particularly because, you know, I've told you how much I've moved around the world so much in the last um, just under 20 years, uh, 15 years of moving, 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 which was really fun at first. And then just after a while got to be great, we're moving again. <laughs> um, and so this verse has always been something I thought, oh, someday this will be me. Um, and I only wrote down part of it because it's quite long, but from the book of James uh, chapter four, verses 13 through 15. Now listen, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. And I'd always thought, oh, I would love to be able to do that. I'd love to know where I'm going to live. And then I can just say, this is my plan. I'm going to live in this city. I'm going to do this kind of business and I'm going to make money. It's going to be great. But I move around a lot. So I haven't really been able to do that. However, the rest of the verse says, uh, the middle part that I didn't um, have room to write down is something about, um, you don't even know what's going to happen today or tomorrow. You're like a mist that appears for a little while and then disappears. Uh, instead, you ought to say, if it's the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. And and I was like, yeah, okay, even though now I finally have like, I have a space and a time and uh, as far as I can tell, nothing is going to make me move from where I'm at right now, hopefully for a super long time, but certainly not for this year. And I'm super excited about it. And I like I can make plans. I know where I'm going to be. I can do this and this and this that I haven't been able to do in the past. And yet, I felt like what I want to do to focus my work this year, my business, is to remember that even so, <laughs> I want to try to keep in mind that what I want to do is, if it's the Lord's will, I'll do this. Um, and I want to, I find, I get a lot of pleasure out of feeling like um, I'm following and um, enjoying, enjoying following God, this person for lack of a better word, person, <laughs> who I feel like I love him. He made me. He loves me. He's done a million things for me. Like he and I talk and it's not, it's not too weird. Like, but I can, I can feel him talking to me through the Bible and through other people and through my experiences. And, um, yeah. So, I love him and I, I, I like what he's done with my life so far. And so I feel like, yeah, I think that's a really good uh, 
not roll of the dice at all. A really good plan to be like, all right, this I want to be on this path. Whatever you want, Lord, I'm going to try some things. And if they're the things that um, you want to bless me with, then please make those doors open. And if you, who can see all things, says, you know, that's not really going to end up going very well for you. And so I'm going to allow some some blocks to get in your way so that you will try not to go down that path. And like, that would be great, Lord, because I can't see the future. <laughs> so that's what I thought I wanted. And then I was reading my Bible. It was probably hmm, the second week of January and d- don't know why, was flipping through it. And I ended up at a book that I don't read very often. It's one of the minor prophets called Zechariah in the Old Testament. Um, very close to the end of the Old Testament. And um, <laughs> it's just one of those times when you're reading something, you're like, wow, I, I really think that this is for me, like that I should be listening to this, even though like this is a story about other people and how this applies to them. Uh, and the verse that stuck out for me is in chapter four, verse six, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's actually a more concise view of what I was trying to go for with this whole, you know, going to live in a city and do business and make money only really I should be thinking if it's the Lord's will, I'll live and do this or that. Um, But this is like, no, you do, you have your plan, have your plan, but it's not necessarily your might and power that will make it all happen. Like, I'm going to come in there and work with you, God's saying. And I think, that's amazing. (laughs) Because if he can help me to um, move my heart and mind to want to be in places what he wants me to be, then he's already got a plan to bless me there anyway. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, of course I want to be where you want me to be. Because then you'll bless me and we'll both be really happy because I'll be doing what you want and I'll just be happy doing what I'm doing. So um, it's a little weird sometimes when I get really, really, really personal and I have no idea what you're thinking or, um, or, um, and yet here's the thing as writers, we've got to find ways to get in touch with the things that matter most inside of us and express them at some level in our writing, in our speaking or whatever kind of communication that we do. Um, I really, really try not to be a person who offends other people, but I also try to be a person while trying not to be offensive. I also don't um, backpedal what I really do think and feel. Sometimes I just won't say anything about it. I'll just, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, oh, yeah, 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 I understand. Even though I'm like, but I don't agree, but there's no point in saying I don't agree. I'm not trying to offend you. And um, and altogether, in that particular conversation, it doesn't really matter what I think anyway, because you're telling me what you think. Stuff like that. So, um, so telling you this really super personal thing is a little bit hard because um, maybe you think I'm a lunatic, which is totally fine because you get to think whatever you want and I get to think whatever I want. But what I'm hoping is that for your encouraging words for February, you are taking away a couple of things. One, sometimes the way that we have thought that we wanted to focus our year might change just a little bit. But it might be a little bit that takes us um, a really different direction by the time we get to end of the year. You know, like if you're if you're looking at a telescope and you um, move it just a little bit, 
um, it's going to actually move an awful lot in the sky because from your vantage point to as far away as a star is like an inch an inch down here where the telescope is could be I don't know because I'm not an uh, a person who does anything with the sky and telescopes and that sort of thing but I don't know um hundreds of miles uh, thousands hundreds of thousands of miles uh away from where the telescope was originally pointing you know the kinds of stars that you see there I feel like I really need to let go of this analogy and move on <laughs> But anyway, a little change at the beginning can end up being quite a big change by the time you get to the end. And in this case, I'm talking about the end of the year. So don't be don't be alarmed and consider embracing if there's something that you're like, oh, that's a little bit different than what I was really thinking at the beginning of the year. Well, just give it a thought because maybe that's actually a better direction, a better focus for you um, to get to a better place for the end of your year. In this particular case, I think if I keep my thoughts focused on it's not just me, I don't have to flip out because I have 100,000 things and I've narrowed it down to 50,000 things, but I still only have 366 days in the year. Um, I've been talking to you for the last year and a half at least about burnout and getting over it. And and I I think, I think that I'm, I'm going to, cautiously optimistically say I'm 100% over it now. Um, Everything in my head and my body I think has healed and I'm super excited about it. But I also um, like I remember how it felt very clearly and I want to protect myself against that ever, ever, ever happening again Um, because it, it made my head bad. I I don't want to talk about it a lot anymore because it was a bad place. And I don't, and so I'm very protective of trying to make sure that I don't lose my mental health in any way like that ever again, as much as I can control. So overworking mm, can eventually lead to it. That's what it would took me years to get to that point. Um, not realizing that the little bouts of burnout with like a small b, let's say, um, where I was exhausting myself and being physically tired, I didn't realize that that continuation was just going to build up into something worse. Um, So since I'm trying to protect myself, the whole idea that I believe in a God who loves me and is taking care of me and that I have these amazing plans that I think are quite pleasing to him, a lot of them at least. I, I'm pretty darn sure based on other things that are going on. The idea that he can reach out and encourage me through reading something that I hardly ever like get around to reading that particular part of the Bible to say, not your might, not your power, not entirely, but it's me. I'm going to be the one who makes things happen. It's, it's going to be me helping you. And, and the thing is, is that I'm not talking about God's hand reaching down from heaven and I wake up one morning and a whole bunch of work's done. I mean, it would be great if brownies came and cleaned our house at night, <laughs> but I've never had any brownies come and clean my house at night. No, but what I found, um, like for instance, just with this writer's conference, like as soon as I decided that I was willing to commit, which was really, really hard because once you commit, you can't go back really. Once I was willing to commit, all of a sudden, 
There were so many people who wanted to help me. And in fact, several of those people had specific skill sets that I do not have and really needed. And they were like, I just want to help for the fun of helping put on this conference. And so that I can come and attend the conference and, you know, for free because I've done work to help it come up, come together. And I'm like, yeah, of course, of course, if you are willing to do all this help, of course, you're going to attend and I'm not charging you for it. You're going to come for free and I'll be thrilled to pieces to have you there. So a whole bunch of work is getting done by people who are very excited to do it. I'm not having to come up with money to pay for them because I don't have any money to pay them right now. And, um, and like things are coming together way better than if I were doing it by myself. So you see, I'm already seeing that there's been changes um, that go beyond me even thinking of asking people for helping. Like people just kind of came to me. That is not a part of uh, normal life in my um, in my experience. That is definitely something where God moved on people and sent me people to help me who wanted to do it because they thought it would be fun and not even asking to get paid. And I'm just like, holy cow, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Um, so I want you to look around and see if there's stuff like that happening in your life. Um and I think that once we start looking for things, then we start finding them. Uh, you know, just like um, the, the first time that I got the letter from the University of Pennsylvania, you've been accepted into the Wharton School of Business. And I lived in Michigan. And I'm sure that I saw one or two Pennsylvania license plates before then. But from that day on, I swear, I saw Pennsylvania license plates everywhere. Like, I was like, where did all these people from Pennsylvania come from? They were probably there all along. But until I started looking for something, I didn't see it. So that's what I'm hoping for you. See, that analogy went way better than the telescope and stars one, didn't it? <laughs> so what I hope for you is that you start looking for places where, um, whatever you call it, God, your life, um, is showing you how, with a little bit of a tweak, this can go even better. This can be... Um, something that you're adding value to the world and you're not um, destroying in any way your health. There's not negative consequences to you and your health, your physical and mental and spiritual health. And that um, you are even finding ways that you're able to see what you have to say no to because all of us creative people, there's so many things that we want to create, so many things that we want to do, and there are so many gorgeous, bright, shiny objects. And some of them even make a tinkling sound, and you're like, it's not only bright, shiny, but it tinkles. <laughs> um, that started to come out really badly, but I meant, you know, like wind chimes. <laughs> so I think that there are ways that we are going to find a peaceful way to still be working hard. That's what all of this is coming down to for me. It may be something a little bit different for you, but wouldn't it be amazing if we could work really hard, but have this peaceful, easy state where our shoulders weren't like hunched up to our ears in stress. We didn't have headaches and we weren't sleeping badly and we weren't choosing to not sleep at all simply because it's got to get done. But we could just calmly do our work, work hard, but also be at peace have more joy, have more room in our lives to encourage others, 
That is really what I want this year for myself because it's what I want to give to you more than ever. I really want the podcast, the Writers' Conference here in Malma in October, uh, my online classes that I am going to be um, improving and then reopening, the um, in-person speaking and speeches that I do. I want all these things to be focused on bringing more joy and more encouragement to more people. I hope that you have a similar, really focused thing that you want to do with your writing, your creative work. That is what I wish for you. I encourage you to give it some thought and I wish you well, wish you all the best with all of your creative endeavors. And even though it is one month behind us, it's still only the beginning of February. A lot of times I plan my year February 1st to January 31st simply because every single year January is a hard month for me to sort of get back into things after the holidays. So keep in mind that that's another way that you can have more of a peaceful outlook on your year. Maybe don't worry about planning January to December, but plan February to January. I mean, look at all the sales that there are in malls and other stores. It's because they have so much business and work and stuff that happens through the end of December. So they need a little bit more time. So they just have a different calendar year. You could do that um, mentally and, and with your planning as well. I hope that this is all giving you lots of really good, interesting things to think about, that it's making you feel better, that it's making you believe, yes, I can do these things and I don't necessarily have to do them all by myself because if I look around, I may find that God, the world, my life is helping me already in ways that I didn't even see yet. So good luck, have a great week, and we'll talk to you more again on Thursday.